Hello, and welcome back to Battle Plan, a podcast focused on spiritual warfare. I'm Steve Hemphill. My website is active-faith.org. My email is stevehemphill1 at me.com. In the last episode, we reviewed the the summary of episodes 21 through 45. Today, we're covering Ethan was only three. I mentioned in episode 33, Grandma, there are big mad men out there that Satan is after our children. And this is a prime example of that. Demons attacked children in scripture. First, a little girl. Uh, Right away, a woman who had heard about him came and fell at his feet. Her little girl was possessed by an evil spirit, and she begged him to cast out the demon from her daughter. Since she was a Gentile born in Syria, Felicia, Mark 7, 25 to 26, she goes on to explain. Uh, But anyway, uh, here we have a little boy attacked in uh, Matthew 17, 14 to 15 and verse 18. At the foot of a mountain, a large crowd was waiting for them. A man came and knelt before Jesus and said, Lord, have mercy on my son. He has seizures and suffers terribly. He often falls into the fire or into the water. Jesus rebuked the demon in the boy and it left him. From that moment, the boy was well. So demons can cause seizures and suffering. They can torture their host and they can be removed by rebuke. And we'll talk more about this later on in our series on spiritual weapons. Mark 9 is another attack on a little boy. One of the men in the crowd spoke up and said, teacher, I brought my son so you could heal him. He is possessed by an evil spirit that won't let him talk. And whenever this spirit seizes him, it throws him violently to the ground. Then he foams at the mouth and grinds his teeth and becomes rigid. Now, this actually states, as the first verse did, that demon possession of a little child. It prevented communication. It made the boy cause self-harm. It caused violent bodily reactions. It also caused foaming at the mouth, grinding of the teeth, and bodily paralysis. Now, sleep paralysis is becoming a bigger and bigger problem, and I'm learning about this and hearing more and more of it, especially from college-age kids. We'll discuss that more in a future episode. But with that biblical background from the New Testament, and now let, uh, let me tell you uh, a little about Ethan, who was only three. Now, I had had a booth one year at a Christian college lectureship, and one of my MP3 audio CD lecture series of uh, my series, Demons Versus Prayer, a seminar I give, it ended up in the hands of a young mother in the Houston, Texas area. Uh, she called me with concerns about her own three-year-old son, Ethan. She had seen uh, mood swings in the boy, along with a series of sporadic uh, temper tantrums. Most of the time, he was very sweet and cooperative and obedient, but she was now occasionally seeing um, anger at a, a very high level and outbursts that were very uncharacteristic of the young man. In fact, uh, one day after hearing my story, The Atheist at Burger King, that's we covered that in episode five, she had asked him if Jesus was Lord. The boy made an awful face and screamed, no. Uh, obviously, this caused her even greater concern. Um, and often I've seen staking of a home bring the issues or problems uh, to a head so that they can be dealt with. Uh, I hope that makes sense. Uh, we'll talk more um, in episode 64, uh, a story about two different guys who 
uh, didn't know each other, but both suspected their wives were having an affair. They staked their homes and it helped reveal the, the problem and, uh, and help them get on with their lives. We'll, we'll talk about that in 64. Anyway, she staked out her home and prayed for God's protection, but she also prayed for resolution of these problems with her son. A few nights later, Ethan woke up in the middle of the night and came to her bedroom because he had wet the bed, which is not uncommon for a young boy who's sort of being potty trained. He was embarrassed and his pajamas were very wet. She hugged him and assured him it was okay and she'd take care of it. Uh, she removed the wet clothes and put him in the bathtub for a quick rinse and then went to check on the bed to change the sheets, but it was completely dry. And this puzzled her. So she went back to the bedroom, uh, bathroom where Ethan was bathing and asked him if he had been in his bed. And he said, no. When she asked where he had been, he said he was sitting in the middle of his room in the middle of the floor in the middle of the night. Very strange. Sure enough, when she went and felt the carpet right in the middle of the room, it was very wet. The boy didn't know why he was sitting there in the middle of the night. Uh, this is not the first story I've heard of that. She got him washed and she dried him off, put him in a clean set of pajamas and put him back in bed. And then she was giving him a, a very tight, loving hug and squeeze before tucking him in and going back to her own bed. But on mother's instinct and based on her concern of when Ethan had previously said no, when he was asked if Jesus was Lord, uh, this mother hugged Ethan tight. And as she told him goodnight, she said, is Jesus Lord. He screamed, no, no, no. And he struggled to free himself from her hug, but she held tightly and then whispered quietly, come out of him in Jesus name. Immediately, the boy went limp in the mother's arms and, and the mom saw a shadow from the corner of her eye leave the room. And of course, this scared her. Now Ethan's fine and She's terrified. She tucked him in, went to bed, snuggled up to her husband as fear tried to overcome her. Um, he, of course, never woke up or knew a thing, but it took her a long time to go to sleep. So the next morning, she slept a little late. And when she awoke, um, after having a short night of being scared and handling Ethan wet in the bed, so she goes downstairs and her husband was already uh, feeding Ethan his cereal for breakfast. And he, Ethan was happily eating and she told him good morning, and he was very courteous and compliant. So she tested her question on him again. Ethan, she said, is Jesus Lord? Yes, the, G the little kid replied, and, and then repeated the phrase over and over. Jesus is Lord. Jesus is Lord. Jesus is Lord. I love Jesus. Mommy, when are we going to go to Bible class again? You know, you just can't make this stuff up. So in light of today's thoughts, let me suggest that part of your personal battle plan might be to surround your children's bedrooms and beds with verses or stakes or scriptures on the wall or all of the above. Satan is after our kids. This was a Christian home, active in church. Satan has the world and he has the world's kids. But if he can get the kids from Christian homes, he can wipe out the church in just one generation. Uh, if you'd like to do so, you can go to active-faith.org and donate to our ministry so we can keep this podcast going and other ministries. See you next time on Battle Plan. We're going to discuss another attack on a child from a Christian home in the story called Legba. Legba, L-E-G-B-A. Let me remind you to keep praying because prayer works. God loves you and I love you. Have a great day.